you have two hands, put them together and give God praise. If you have a heart and have a mouth, come on and a voice. Give them the loudest of praise. Give the Lord the loudest of praise. Give the loudest of praise. Give the Lord a voice of triumph. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We give you all the glory for your awesome glory. Father, we thank you that you are in control over the earth that you created, the people that you created, and everything that is in it. You know what is happening, Father. And we know, my God, Father, you will bring everything to pass. You have said in your word that if my people who are called by my name, if they shall humble themselves and pray, and turn from their evil ways and humble themselves. Father, your word says you will hear them from heaven. You will forgive their sins and you heal their lands. Father, we ask, oh God, for every sin that we committed as a nation, as a people, as your church. Father, we humble ourselves. We did not know any better. Forgive us, oh God. Heal our lives and heal our lands. Father, we are here today because you have somehow maybe allowed it. But Father, we know that you will sustain us, you protect us. You have begun a good work in our lives already and surely you will complete it. Your word is coming to us, oh God, I pray. That you open our hearts to receive your word today, your words of encouragement, your word that will take us to the next level. Your word, my God, that will empower us to continue to walk in dominion. We praise you, we honor you, and we love you. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. We thank God for what he's doing amongst us. It's been a wonderful weeks, days, and it's going to be very wonderful the days and weeks and months ahead. I know we are physically distancing ourselves but the fact that we are physically distancing ourselves or confined does not mean that we are spiritually controlled. And you have to understand that. We are not even socially distanced at all because today you can be on the social media and communicating with people. And so we should be aware of that, that uh, we have been allowed or asked to stay apart, uh, stay at our homes, but you have to remember that uh, God is still there. We are still in the love of God. The kingdom of God is still there, and therefore uh, we can be socializing on the social media on the social media that uh, has been provided, and uh, we can be um, talking and encouraging because this is the time that we need each other, encouraging each other. So you have to be aware of that. And these are my thoughts. I, I and I believe that uh, I mean I, 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 this is coming to me. I've realized that the world was running very fast. Uh, now everything is halted somehow. Uh, no long ago in America, it was uh, the Russian collusion and uh, it was impeaching Trump and one network uh, is supporting the Democrats and the other supporting the Republicans. Uh, American and China trade, trade war. Things were happening. These were the one, things that were being covered in the media. Now everyone is talking about this virus. Everything has stopped. And people are talking about this COVID-19. 
Now, not even those who are sports fans, not even Champions League, not Premier League anymore, uh, no more transfer windows, no more Olympics. We're not talking about the European nations. No more boxing. Nothing at all except coronavirus. What is going on? I, 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 it looks like somebody has created something. It looks like someone has created a problem to control humanity. And control God's purposes and agenda on earth. In the world, there's a distress, a chaos, a plague. To the kingdom of God, it's, for me, it's like a distraction, a controlling spirit, a subtle manipulation of our governmental leaders to stop the church of God from gathering a manufactured crisis to confront the faith of the believers of God. Now we are told to stay at home and not to go to work. Not go out to do things that we usually do. Children are supposed to be in school, learning now, but they are home now. Everyone's freedom, whether you are Christian or not, is restricted by those who themselves created the problem. We Christians can go to church, can't go to church, because we have to be physically distancing ourselves. But workers are working on the floor of the stock exchange. We are not to go out to evangelizing, but the underground trades are still working, carrying people to the city, because they have to go there and work, do essential work, they call it. Yes, we don't want people to contract the virus, so we'll observe the measures from the government. We ourselves want to be protected. We will continue to wash our hands regularly. We will make sure when we sneeze, we will wash our hands. <laughs> we will remain isolated until further notice. But we refuse to be afraid of what is happening. We refuse to be shut down completely. We will explore every avenue to worship our God and fellowship with one another. In the midst of this, we will not bow down to fear. We will worship via social media. We will pray over the phone. We will worship. We will evangelize via the social media. And uh, we will give to our God. We will be fellowshipping with one another. We will not allow this crisis to stop us from being obedient to our God. Please, don't allow this present crisis to stop you from your worship to God. This is the time to walk by faith and obedience to God. Whether this is an end time plague as recorded in the book of Revelation or not, whether we are in tribulation or not, whether this is a conspiracy or not, I know one thing. There is a God that I serve who never sleeps nor slumbers and who knows everything that is happening. And he has promised in his word that he will deliver us from diseases, from distress, and from pestilence. If only we dwell in him. It's like a wake-up call. That is how I, I want to put it.
And this wake-up call, I believe that God knows what he's doing. It's a call of the whole world and the, and the kingdom, kingdoms and the kingdom of God to give attention to the almighty God. So what is God saying to us? We have to realize that God has something in for us. So there are certain things that I believe God wants us to do. Number one, in the midst of all this, we need to realize that our mindset needs to be changed about our God. We must condition our mind. It's important that in the midst of this, we should not be afraid because fear is a torment. In fact, when we allow fear to be in our lives and tolerate fear, we are actually watering down our faith. So fear tolerated is faith contaminated. And so therefore we need to be very careful. We need to be able to lift up our faith and, and rise up right now to tell the enemy right in his face that we're not afraid of what is coming upon us. Because we have a God that never fails. Our faith must rise up right now. We need to lift up our spirit up. We need to walk by faith and not by sight. It's important. And so first of all, we need to condition our minds. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse number 3, the Bible says, you will keep in perfect peace and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. See, God says he will keep us in perfect peace if our minds are stayed on him. So it's important that we as believers, that in the face of this fear, we will condition our minds and trust God and know that our God never fails. That if we trust in him and we keep our minds stayed on him, he will keep us in perfect peace. We need to walk by faith and not by sight. It's important. We need to make our minds that we will serve the almighty God. We need to make our minds that it's only God that we can trust. There are a lot of things going on on the media now. When you turn on the television, there's, there, there, there's panic and fear giving you numbers that people are going to be sick, people are going to die, this thing is going to skyrocket and all that, all kinds of things going on. And if you're not careful, it will put fear in you. So I'd like to encourage you to condition your mind in the Lord. And this is the time for us to get into the word of God. Because uh, for us, our faith to increase, for us to walk by faith and have complete trust in the Almighty God, we must keep our minds focused on his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the more you, we soak our minds and concentrate our minds on him and focus our minds on him, condition our minds on the Lord and meditate on his word, then our faith will increase. Our trust in him will increase. Our confidence in him will increase so that we will not be afraid of the world there. We should not be afraid of the world. In the face of this fear, we will walk by faith. 
we will destroy the fear that's out there by our faith in him. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, the Bible says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of self-discipline or sound mind. It's important that our minds are kept on the Lord. This is a time for us to study the word. This is a time for us to keep our minds focused on him. I think you need to lessen the time that you spend in front of television and all the social media, things that are coming up, a whole lot of things. I, I read something this morning about um, how this pandemic uh, has happened over the last 400 years. And it's like in 1720, uh, it happened. 1820, it happened. And uh, 1920, it happened. And then now it's happened. This disease, this plague. And maybe it's true, but in the midst of all that, our God is faithful. We serve our, the living God. We know he's in control. Our minds are, are focused on him. We follow him. Whatever is happening, our trust is in him. So that when he comes again, he comes back, we will be with him. It's important that you focus your mind on the word of God and not to be afraid or be deterred by what is going on there. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, he says, Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, Whatever is right and confirmed by God's word. Whatever is pure and wholesome. Whatever is lovely and brings peace. Whatever is admirable and of good repute. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them. And implant them in your heart. Very important. Very important. The second thing that we need to do if we are to confront fear and walk by faith is to control our mouth. So the first one is condition our minds. The second thing is control our beliefs, our thoughts. What comes to our mind? What comes from our, our mouth? You see, whatever is in your mind, you want to speak it forth. And so if your mind is conditioned on the word of God, you will somehow speak it out. We should be very careful what we speak now. Fear can make us speak negative things, things that we don't want to know or we don't want it to happen to us, things that we are afraid that they will come upon us. We, we should not be repeating the negatives and the, and the fear out there. We must speak the word of God. We must make the word of God go viral. Like a disease going viral, it must, the word of God must go viral. The word of God must, this is the time that the word of God must go out there. We must circulate the word of God. We must speak it forth. We must confess the word. I like David, and he says this in Psalm 37, verse 25. He says, I've been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous. He did not say, I've not seen the righteous not going through a challenge. 
Not the righteous not dying. The righteous not losing their homes. The righteous not going through pain. But it says, I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. That is the word of God. That must be spoken, must be confessed. We must hear it. We must preach it. We must confess it. We must speak it forth. It's when we, we, we speak what we believe, then things begin to happen. When the word of God is confessed and spoken from the heart of belief, that is where we see things changing. So don't let the word just be in your heart or condition your mind with the word and all that. Speak it forth. Make a confession. In the face of fear, let us speak the word of God. Psalm 27, verse number 1 to 6 and 13 to 14. Let me read this to you. David again. He says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Should I fear anyone? The Lord is a fortress protecting my life. Should I be frightened of anything? When evildoers come at me, trying to eat me up, it's they, my foes and my enemies, who stumble and fall. If an army comes against me, my heart won't be afraid. If war comes up against me, I will continue to trust in this. I've asked one thing from the Lord. It's all I seek to live in the Lord's house all the days of my life. Seeing the Lord's beauty and constantly adoring his temple. Because he will shelter me in his own dwelling. During troubled times, he will hide me in a secret place in his own tent. He will set me up high, safe on a rock. Now my head is higher than the enemies surrounding me, and I'll offer sacrifices in God's tent. Sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and praise the Lord, but I have sure faith that I will experience the Lord's goodness in the, in the land of the living. Hope in the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Hope in the Lord. That is Psalm 27, verse 1 to 6, and then verse 13 to 14. I skipped some verses in there. This is the word of God. In the face of fear, the word of God must be confessed. The word of God must be spoken out there. The word of God must be heralded. The word of God must be championed. Deuteronomy 31, 6. It says, it says be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. Psalm 23 verse 4. David says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, or the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In, the, in times of fear, in times of distress, our faith must rise. Our faith must be lifted up. <laughs> we need to walk in divine faith in him. And here, we can take courage in this. He says, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
David says, I, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. So we tell fear. We tell all the, 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 the everything that is happening there. We, we, we will not fear you. We will not fear your, your, your intimidations. I mean, whatever is coming because we believe in our God. Because our God is with us. His rod, his staff, they comfort us. <laughs> his rod will stop the plague, will stop the evil. And his rod will, will, will guide us through it and through the distresses. His rod and his staff, they will comfort us. Romans 8, 38 and 39. It is for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, Neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So do not fear, Isaiah 41.10 says, For I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The Lord says he will uphold us with his righteous hand. He will uphold us with his righteous hand. We are in the hands of God. And that hand is righteous. That hand is powerful. God is so powerful. We should not be afraid. Don't be intimidated. Yes, take care of yourself, but don't be afraid. Even right now, if you are infected of the virus, God is able to heal you. You will not die, but you will live to declare his glory. Very important that we realize these scriptures. I'll give you the last one, Psalm 46, verse number 3. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, we will not be afraid because God is our refuge and our strength. This is a time for us to encourage ourselves. Encourage ourselves more than anything else. If, we, if you can overcome this fear, everything else will just fall into place because... When you are gripped with fear, it, it, just, it, just, it, just, it just hinders you that you cannot do anything. It cripples you. But if you have confidence in your mighty God and you are walking by the faith of God and your trust is in your mighty God, you'll be able to walk in him and do other things. Because right now, a lot of people out there, they need us. Somebody needs you. Somebody needs an encouragement from you. So if you're afraid, how can you encourage them? The world is looking up to the church somehow. So if we're afraid, then what's happening? There's no hope out there. But we know there is a God that we can believe in. Whatever they are doing, they, everything, they are, they are realizing that there's, this God exists. They were praying in certain quarters, in some, some nations, leaders, they gathered together. This is the time that they are finding God. They, they, we should be finding time with God all the time. So pray. 
that this word will do us good. Number three, commit your movement or your walk to the Lord. So the first one is condition your mind in the word of God. The second is control your mouth, your faith walk, your faith confessions. And the third one is commit your movement, your ways to the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4 to 5. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires and petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him also and he will do it. I believe that this word of God will do you good. I believe that uh, in, in, in the face of fear, the face of what is out there, you will not be crippled at all. But you allow the word of God to empower you so that you can walk in dominion. Just meditate in the word of God. Continue to stay in the word of God. Now you have time. Stay in the word of God with your family at home. Soak your mind in the word of God. Meditate in there. Get it in your heart. And as you get in your heart, just continue to speak it forth in your prayer. Just, just walk about there in your room and, and begin to speak this, one, this word forth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let your mouth speak. Let your heart, what's in your heart, let your mouth speak that which is in your heart. Begin to speak it forth and share with others as well. And the third thing is, as you have conditioned your mind and you've controlled your mouth. The Bible says death and life is, is in the power of the tongue. So be careful of what you say. Speak the word only. If we speak the word only, things will begin to happen. And then the last one is commit your movement. Right now that maybe you, you, are, you, are, you are home, uh, we're all at home, let us uh, make sure we commit our ways to the Lord. We, we need to be obedient to God. We need to continue to, 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 to worship God and do good and, 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 and call people and encourage people. And, and we'll come out of this. And when we come out of this, the word of God is still the same. May God keep you and may his countenance shine upon you. May the love of God shine upon you. The joy of the Lord, the peace of God, keep your mind safe. I believe this word of God will do you good. And I thank God for your life. Amen. If today you listen to the word of God today and uh, you are watching me, wherever you are, you want to give your life to Christ Jesus, because if you don't have Christ Jesus, you live a hopeless life. In fact, what is happening right now, you are confused. You don't know you have hope. Uh, I mean, if he comes right now, where would you be? And when he comes, where would you be? Where are you going to spend eternity? So wherever you are, if you don't know Jesus Christ as a personal savior, I'd like to help you to receive him right now. Say after me. God Almighty, I come to you today just as I am. I confess that I'm a sinner. 
and I need a savior. I've heard your word. I've heard this life in your son Jesus. He came to die for humanity. Today, I surrender my heart to you. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe in my heart that you, God, raised him from the dead. Today, Father, receive me into your kingdom. I believe in you. I thank you for receiving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you make that confession, if you, you, you spoke those words, uh, I believe that God will change your life. I believe your life, your life is changed. And find a local church somewhere and worship. After all this is done and we come together, or uh, when they, they ask us to go back to our various churches to worship, just find a local church somewhere and worship and go there. If you are looking for a church, uh, consider the Middle Center is here for you. Okay. God bless you. Amen. Yes,